Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1462 today. I'm going to talk about the one philosophical difference I still have after all of this with George Lucas. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, I'm Jason Fry, author of many Star Wars stories and the Jupiter Pirate series, and you're listening to Star Wars 7 by 7 the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So I'm reevaluating some of my thoughts about Star Wars and my relationship to it as a fan as part of Anniversary Week this week here on Star Wars 7x7 with the anniversary of the podcast itself happening on Saturday, July 7th. Four years of daily Star Wars podcasts. Crazy! Anyway... <laughs> So today I'm looking back at my disagreement with George Lucas over the special editions. And no, don't worry, this is not going to be your typical, oh, the special editions, oh, they're a blight upon the existence of Star Wars or anything like that. No, it's not really that simple for me. First of all, there's a lot to recommend about it in the sense of updating the audio, updating the video quality, because at that time, like, they hadn't been released in theaters since 1985, and digital was becoming a thing at that point, and... You know, it's time, right? You know, these things are beloved by generations of fans. And so, yeah, you got to make sure that the quality of them is up to date, especially with home theater just be becoming a thing, you know? So we forget what it was like in the mid-90s. But at that point, Star Wars in the Expanded Universe had already gotten off to a fantastic start, was cranking along, had been for about five or six years. And so there was a groundswell of interest in Star Wars. So it was was the perfect time the 20th anniversary of the movie's release of the original Star Wars was coming so yeah why not do it and additionally it helps gauge an interest in whether okay you know this prequel thing are we going to do this for sure absolutely so yeah and Lucasfilm being privately financed I don't know how much of the release of the special editions was going to end up getting thrown into the pot to say all right here's some money that we need to kind of get the ball rolling with all of these uh, productions that we've got in mind for the prequel movies so yeah there are a lot of reasons why a re-release of Star Wars in theaters and updating the audio and video quality of it absolutely made sense no question but it's the messing with the movie that then we start to get into the issue. And, you know, my issue isn't so much with the idea of, oh my gosh, why did he make Greedo shoot first or anything like that? I mean, yes, that's sort of a symptom of a larger idea. And it's the idea that once you've released a creation into the wild, I strongly believe that you should not go back and change it. I mean, you don't have novelists going back and saying, hey, pull all the copies of my novel that are out there because I need to make a few changes. The same thing with comic books, the same thing with television shows. Nobody's pulling their TV shows back and saying, no, I got to do this over again and releasing, you know, the special edition of... <laughs> America's Got Talent or the special edition of Modern Family or something like that. You know, it's not happening, right? So 
why should movies be any different? I mean, most people, as they release movies, they're in the wild and they're not touching them. It's only really in controversial circumstances, like, say, with Blade Runner, for example, where there was a big argument about Final Cut and what Ridley Scott's vision of the movie was versus what the uh, movie studio wanted to do with it and so on and so forth. So, I mean, eh, you know, maybe there's a, a fine line there with that sort of thing. But... Lucas saying that, you know, the movies were just not what I had in mind, like they weren't at the level that I wanted them to be because the technology wasn't there. Well, on the one hand, okay, yeah, I can kind of understand that feeling. But on the other hand, it was absolutely in his control and he put the movies out there. So he really should have just let them lie. That is my feeling as a creative in this world. And that's just a philosophical difference I'm going to have with George Lucas on it. And, you know, even Gareth Edwards, who did Rogue One, you know, there's a thing that was done by io9 for the 20th anniversary of the special edition re-releases. And, I mean, really? 20th anniversary? Yeah, that was last year in 2017. Here's a piece. It says, looking back at George doing the special editions, initially I was like, what are you doing? No, they're brilliant. They're masterpieces. Don't touch them, said Edwards, the self-described Star Wars nut after the release of Rogue One. And now I feel like, oh, I get it. There are always little things you want to tweak or didn't work out the way you wanted. That's the beauty of being an audience versus being a filmmaker is you don't bring any of that baggage with you. It just hits you with what it is, unquote. And so I guess I disagree with Gareth Edwards on this one, too. I mean, just because you can doesn't mean you should necessarily. And, you know, one of the justifications for doing the special editions and doing all the CGI editions was to bring it in line with what we were going to see with the prequels. And... I really don't find that argument to hold water either because it's actually better from a story perspective in my mind to have Tatooine and Endor and Dagobah and Hoth look as different from the opulence of Coruscant or Naboo in the prequel trilogies because A, then you see what life is like on the outside on the margins with an empire fully in power and you get to see how you know things are developing at the margins how you know these frontier places are the seeds for rebellion and i think it provides a sharp contrast to show the galaxy at the height of its you know, success, if you will, in the Galactic Republic when we see how it's working in the prequel trilogy versus when the Empire has been in power for nearly two decades and how it has really made things awful for the galaxy, especially at the margins in places like Tatooine. So, yeah, from a story perspective, I don't find that adding the CGI effects into places like Tatooine actually brings things in line with the prequel trilogy. In fact, I think it, it doesn't it makes it a little awkward in that way. So there you go. That's my big philosophical difference with Lucas about the special editions. And I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. Like, do you have any big philosophical disagreements with how Lucas approached the movies, whether the originals, the special editions, the prequels, what have you? I mean, high level stuff, right? Not, you know, why did Han have to shoot second kind of things. I mean, yes, there is sort of a philosophical thing behind that, but no, I'm looking for big picture stuff from you. So drop me a comment wherever you're checking this out. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll come back and do Last Jedi Trivia. Stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, no sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do, so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So, last time I asked you what kind of people were not on the Resistance Bomber mission, according to General Leia, and it was no leaders. There were no leaders on that mission. Today's question for you, Leia says there's a two-step process Poe has in mind to solve problems, and it can't always be solved that way. Problems can't always be solved by doing X and then Y. And what I want to know from you is what are X and Y. And that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.